0: Thanks
1: for tuning in to another episode of dave smith absurd comedy where you can count on absolute absurdity and random randomness all right let's get into it greetings fellow earthlings thanks for tuning in to another episode of and another thing with dave i want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. We got to hear, we got to hear the rest of this. But the moral to that story, people, is don't in. Okay, so if you're doing lucid dreaming, that means you can control your dream So anything that you can, are thinking is going to happen. So rah rah, what you did is you manifested the crab crawling up your leg. Like just don't do that. Manifest it going away.
2: I mean, right. that's one hell of a thing to manifest is some crabs,
1: right? Ooh, you want to hear something funny? I know you do. So in my high school, there was a cra- an epidemic of crabs, right? And I got them hardcore. Not fun. Um, Crabcore. That we, I got them from the toilet seat at the huh. high school. Uh, oh, I told my girlfriend the
2: same thing. Smart man, smart man he is, Dave Smith. right? So this is what <laughs> we
1: tell we. This is what we tell the women in our life. Yes, I got it from the high school, but I call <laughs> I called up Planned Parenthood, and I'm, right. So a friend of mine's got these symptoms.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or how many of those calls they fucking get? Uh, oh, I dude, got exactly. I so I a got friend these so- from riding a, in a plane, just a tube full
1: of demons, is where I got these cramps. <laughs> yep yeah. So this friend of yours, Keith. Um, do they live with you? Are they in the room with you right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you lying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no. Then my, mom, then my mom. Then my mom saw my fucking uh, prescription bottle that I got. Right, like, and she's like, "What the fuck? You bring these goddamn critters into my house?" I'm like, "Oh man." They're, like, they're species. Which they are. Oh, it, was, oh, it was horrible, dude! You like comb your cr- you comb your pubic hair, and these little, literally, like they look like little crabs. They fall on the toilet water, and you can see them on the surface of the water. It's the most disgusting thing ever. Well, they sound adorable to me because I didn't have them. Yeah, oh, they they's the cutest little critters. Yeah, I mean, you just want to raise up a whole bunch of them crotch critters, I tell you what. <laughs> you just want to get you a whole little, you just want a whole little critter cable full of them. I mean, next thing you know, you're going to stop washing because you just wants to raise some crotch cheese for them to eat. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, no, I mean, I just want to grow up to be good lobsters. Oh, well, there you go. Well, you got to feed them the crotch cheese, get them big, nice and big before you can throw them in the pot. I'm trying to lean away from this crotch cheese as hard as I can. <laughs> All right, well you could you could feed them some toe cheese.
2: Oh man! I mean,
1: oh, but you got
2: to be raising something. <laughs> hey, man, that story reminded me of something so funny. Dude, like oh, when my girlfriend and I first started dating, like I went to a trip to Indiana with her before the crotch cheese. And, and whenever like her book bag was open. There's a pill bottle in there. I'm an ex-drug addict. So, what, what do you think I'm going to do? I'm going
1: to look at it. You kidding me? You look at it, you're like, will cause drowsiness. I'll take two. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to drink it Don't operate. Sh- with alcohol. Don't no. operate machinery? Shit, I'll take three. <laughs> I do it better on them. It's like... <laughs> oh, we're the same person, bro. Um, uh, we're,
2: I'm garbage. <laughs> now, um... I found Valtrix, and I was like, huh. And so I started having an existential crisis panic attack and uh, sat down on the bed. This shit didn't get me high, but now
1: I feel really weird. Just, <laughs> I'm right. getting an inverted hairpiece shanker.
2: <laughs> it's like all my ingrown hairs went away when I took this. It's, yeah.
1: All of a sudden, I got a reverse dimple on my dick. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Yeah, for real. It says so, it's for the treatment of shankers. Well, I didn't have no shanker, but now I got a reverse temple. Oh, God. What's happening to my dick?
2: That dick. That dick. But, but, Give me that deal. Yeah. I got a, I got I a big old blister. And I got a big, I big old blister and on and the head roll. of my dick. Yeah. Yeah. You,
1: you have one mode, and it's go, 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 and I love it. Well, you know what? <laughs> My name, I, I come up with a name. It is a, it is a, and it has to do with the condition that we talk about uh, right now. My name is a Herpai Shankur. You like? that it was Herpes
2: Simplex. But. Yes, it, it's, it's my sister. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, to finish that real fast, man. I said, oh, I like night. to finish too, yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm a I'm a giver to myself only, <laughs> but I, I sit there in the, like this crisis mode wondering what I should do because I know what Valtrax is for. For anybody that doesn't know, it's for herpes. So, I, my girlfriend's the sweetest person in the world. She doesn't even curse. I mean, she doesn't smoke cigarettes because cigarettes. Uh, she doesn't have tattoos because people tattoos with tattoos bad people, obviously. And but apparently, you know, she didn't tell you she had herpes. Right. And the, I, I was in just panic mode. I, I said, hey, baby. And she comes in, I said, oh, my God, is there is there anything that you want to tell me? And she's like, what? I'm like, what are these? And she, she's like, oh. That's a serious discussion, cold- bro. She's like, I get cold sores in the wintertime on my lips, So they prescribe it for that, too. And so I was left there like the an same. asshole. It's the,
1: no 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 slow your roll, bro. It's the same thing. Oh yeah,
2: it's caused by the same virus,
1: is all it is, but it's a different So she could have got it from kissing or she could have got <laughs> it from sucking dick. Kissing, but, kissing. If she, but if she sucks your dick or kisses you when she has an outbreak, you're gonna have it wherever she kisses you. It's the same thing. There is no difference oh. between um the the well the, on your prick on say, the prick and on your lip variety.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's different. Whenever it's just so cold, like what is the difference? Like the Paul, oh, I
1: can't remember. Damn it, I had this. It's, her- it's <laughs> like herpes simplex one and two, I think is what it is. Yeah, one is like, but the, it's basically the same thing. Like, oh shit,
2: little just a little pop bump on your lip because I've had those before when I was growing up. Like, but they oh, I always
1: pa- and they're painful as hell.
2: Right, every time you poke it, it's just like. Zzzz.
1: Ah-ha! Yeah, Man, and they laugh like for weeks. And then you laugh because you have good time. <laughs> and then yes. And you try not to kiss your sister when you have this blister. Or you give it a blister to your sister. Oh, it's not good.
2: Well, How are we going to find my sister a good husband if we can't get her clear
1: of this herpes? You know, the only way—the only way you make a good wife is to kiss a sister. To make sure you teach her to kiss well, you know, it's a good, it's a good. Eyes, eyes closed, eyes closed, eyes closed,
0: <laughs> legs
1: open. That's how we do in Uzbekistan. Yes, very nice.
2: Oh. oh, Benjamin's got a question here. See what Benjamin Amor. Benjamin Amaro.
0: Yeah, Keith knows what I'm talking about. So it's a. Uh, you know, one of the uh, all-time crimes of uh, our generation. But girls like that, unfortunately, use literally the wrong way so many fucking times that Here's Webster's up, Dictionary said, you know what? Fuck it. You guys can have it back. So now literally means figuratively and literally. So it literally means fucking nothing. So the word is dead. It's completely useless. And uh, yeah, we know we have to blame for that. I don't want to point fingers, but uh, kind of just did the My millennials we can point the
1: finger at the millennial and webster ultimately webster because it's up to webster to be like no bitch rules of english
2: Ha ha. Yeah. learn them you know, webster let blaine into the fucking dictionary so
1: i don't even so know. there it's you go a... so webster went wikipedia on us is what they did right it went urban we're... dictionary Right, Because what they're supposed to do is be the definitive, like we're supposed to be able to find out the true meaning and the origin of the word, yes, oh, of all sacred language I just oh, want dear to you lad. To... But you know, that just pisses me off yeah. that like literally, because it does not mean figuratively. It means the opposite of figuratively, yeah, the. Complete antithesis of it. I mean, you can't get any further opposite. Let so now, not, so now, like he just said, the word means nothing. So now we can delete the word from the fuck. Like, eh, just quit fucking saying it because it doesn't mean anything. Every
2: time somebody says that, that say figuratively.
1: If, if every time somebody so, says literally. My Literally, skin just sorry. curls, dude. My skin just curls, like, cause it's such like a millennial catchphrase. And you know the other one that pisses me off, and I'm probably just weird, but this pisses me off like i I feel like you don't know, that's not a feeling. You're thinking. A feeling is anger, sadness, you know, hatred, you know, and, and like, I feel like it was last year or like June fifteenth. No, you think. It was last year, June 15th. That's not a fucking feeling. But the millennials, I feel like, um, I don't care. First of all, I don't care what you feel like. And second of all, that's that's not a fucking feeling, idiot.
2: Yeah, that's the problem. Like, there's a whole generation of people that we raised to think that their opinions were super important. And
1: you know why? Because we give them a fucking trophy for participating.
2: I know. I I mean, I never got
1: one. I mean, I never got one for participating either, but... No! And you know what was good? (laughs) You know what was good about that, Keith? I never grew up with the delusion that I could be like a pro baseball player. Right? Because how many people are? Like, fucking .00% something. Like a rock star, right? Million garage bands. Who makes a career out of it? Not many! So, you don't want to fool kids... Right, just the rock stars. Just the basketball players. Just the baseball players and there aren't that many of them genetic Um, freaks genetic freaks right so to raise somebody thinking that they can be all that like i mean you're really doing them a disservice because like i grew up thinking i could be president i could be an astronaut like bullshit i could be like a school teacher i could (laughs) be a bus driver maybe i could be on the radio you know like come on (laughs) give me some realistic goals see i grew up
2: and you know i was Thought I could be a comedian one day, so right here at my expectations,
1: (laughs) bottom of the barrel. No, bottom (laughs) of the barrel. What are you talking about? That's one of the most highly esteemed professions in our society, I think. Politician. Politician being the lowest, right? They're the scum of the earth. Well, yeah. I mean, there are many blood-sucking insects. So, I mean, even says the name. Yeah, fleas, ticks, mosquitoes, politicians. I mean, pick your, pick your choice. What's your choice? I mean, Lions you know, and tigers and bears, oh my! I, I was thinking of a funny
2: skit premise the other day, and it was how everybody shows these clips of Biden fucking up his speech. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. i wanted to show like, and the hair okay. on my legs, yeah, uh, right." But I want to show a whole family like laughing at him for talking that way. I and mean, then it skips like a four in a year, and that's how
1: the, how the family's talking. These shows
2: just.
1: And they're all just like him. Oh, that'd yep. be great, dude. That'd be brilliant. Let me let me do that with you, please. That's a brilliant yep. concept, right? Can Normalize we uh dementia? Yeah, cause cause that's what we're doing. We're normalizing fascism and dementia at the same fucking time and corporate takeover. Just saying, just saying, because both of them. Hey, brought to you by War Forever. Yeah, shop it. You know, right? I mean,
2: because if you get a takeover, is when someone that like steals steals from you
1: with a button shirt on. In other ways just stealing. hmm Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But as soon as you got the white collar shirt, heavy starch, <laughs> now hey. you're looking at
2: Club Med for a prison. You know, I
1: mean I made a promise to myself and it was if I ever go to
2: jail again it'll be for something white collar that my mom can be proud of.
1: Well, you know, I you know I, I made the same promise to myself. If I ever go to jail it's gonna be for fifty million or more.
2: <laughs> I was like I'm never getting out. Right. mine fox got a question mine, that's a yeah dream. bring it This a cool a cat, cat. <laughs> y'all are killing me man all right so um did somebody have a bad dream i mean i am enjoying this thoroughly but <laughs> did somebody have, have a bad dream what's going dream. on with the title
1: right oh I man mean, which bad dream you don't want to talk about mine i mean mine fox first of all thanks for tuning in bro he's he's you know I've chimed into a few of his shows. If we, we we seem to be establishing a little bit of a relationship here, He's a super cool cat. Um, so super stoked he chimed in. And um, I can tell. Yeah, by what, the you, name. what What do you got to say there, Keith? Well, terrifying dreams is whenever
2: like I, I have to enter into like a fight with someone and I keep throwing punches and they do not land like with any impact whatsoever. It's like a baby punch. But I can feel myself throwing, like, full as hard as I can. And it's just, like, negated right at the fucking end of it. And I don't understand that. It's always bugged me, like, what is
1: this? Is this, like, oh an exercise of futility I... or, like... Well, no, that's a fucked-up dream. That's scary, right? Because your your biggest effort means nothing. And then this thing just keeps coming at you, right? Yeah. So I got another funny story to kind of chime in with that. <clears throat> This guy I was in uh, rehab with, we stayed friends, and this guy was a badass man. Like, like I've always been a lover, not a fighter, right? But, yeah. but I got into, and, and when I was in rehab, I got into lifting weights, and I went to a keg party at my hometown. I went to rehab in San Francisco, and I grew up 50 miles north of there in a little town called Novato. I went back to my hometown with a couple homies, this guy, and, uh, Went to this keg party that somebody had told me about. And I see this in front of the party before I even get there. I see this guy, John Hayes. Remember his name standing out in front of the party. He bullied me through seventh and eighth grade, like religiously, right? At this point, I'm benching 250 pounds. I got like 3% body fat. I'm I'm like, I'm a rock, right? I walked right up to him. I grabbed him by his shirt, lifted him up over my head. And body slammed him to the ground. And it was the most rewarding time of my fucking life. Right? Right? I mean, I I literally picked this guy up over my head. I was that strong. He weighed probably 40 pounds more than I did. Didn't matter. Picked him up over my head. And was like, I walked up to him, John Hayes, right? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, Dave Smith. Picked him up over my head slammed him on the ground in front of everybody. And then these, and it was felt great. And then these two huge Samoan guys that were with him came up running and one grabbed me from each arm, took me back 15 feet, body slammed me into a car, caved in the whole door of this car. And then this one guy is going, he's, he's pulling his arm back like he's going to cave my whole face in. And this guy's like 400, 500 pounds, huge huge like I'm oh my god I would have been dead dude literally I I would have been dead my my head was on the ground so there would have been no resistance and my head would have just gone pop right um my best friend I'm five foot nothing my best friend is the same with all of his might he's holding this guy's arm back from punching my face caving my face in and you could see his, his face he's like oh he's struggling and I'm like oh my god he's going to let go any minute and then I'm dead right all of a sudden this guy that I didn't you know he told he never told me he could fight or nothing dude all of a sudden my buddy Jim starts doing spinning back kicks and just he laid out 5 people within like 35 seconds Everybody's on the ground He comes over Picks me up He's all Come on Let's get out of here I'm like Uh 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 Yeah Yeah let's okay, do that my hero Yeah my hero Right up like Kind of had a bromance Like if I was gay I'd have been done Right then Right like done We're getting right. married It's a like, right? bromance Oh for real dude Like the guy literally Saved my fucking life Dude Saved my fucking life Did you hear my, my life, life. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. But dude, caved the back of a th- caved a, dar- a car door in with my back with two Samoan dudes running me at the car. Like that's out of a movie. <laughs> yeah, I would watch it too. Right? I think I, couple, uh, I think I got a couple. I think I got a couple. Exactly. This is the hook. I think I got a couple scripts in me, bro. Like of real things that happened. Oh yeah, I do. Like, deal. That's, of course, uh, I, do. I think computer. you do too. <laughs> it's um, crazy. But I, I, I lived in San Francisco for 20 years. So not only do I got my own stories, but I got all the shit that I saw, right?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I saw some fucked up stuff, but I've orchestrated the most fucked up stuff that I've encountered. <laughs> but, you know, you live
1: with once a again. There's a lot more. Once again, we're the same person. So, like when my parents caught me with weed at nine years old, they called a family meeting or a neighborhood meeting because they're like, Ooh, like who's the evil influence on my son? And I'm like, I hate to be the I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I'm the ringleader. <laughs> yeah, I like, oh, I
2: did this whole thing myself.
1: <laughs> I was running shit. Exactly. What are you talking about? These kids are innocent. Right, I'm just they never wanted to believe no, it. Can do no harm. Come on, you raised the leader. Be proud.
2: Right, I mean, I'm <laughs> leading. I'm leading myself to my addiction. You know,
1: uh, I'm. <laughs> I'm leading that charge. Hey, it's better than being the follower, dude. Come on, go suck that dick. Okay. <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. Which one
2: do you want to be in that relationship? I would rather
1: be the leader. Thank you very
2: much. Right, just, know, saying. just saying. Just saying. You've seen my glasses. I look just like David Koresh
1: in them. Well, I love David Koresh. Are you kidding me? You brought up, okay. So you brought up one of my cult figure heroes. Have you seen Inside Waco? Not personally, but no, I've seen the documentary. (laughs) No, the documentary. That's what I mean. Yeah, I know. Oh, motherfucker, you're so funny. (laughs) You cracked me up so quick, though, that I couldn't catch it. I had to like. Like, oh, that, was that was good. That was good. That was good. Yeah, no, it's brutal though, right? It's like it's a it's a it's a slap in the face and the dick at the same time, right? Oh it's a so slap. It, so it confuses you because you don't know which one's like did both of them hurt? Did did that even happen? Like right, who does yeah, that? I
2: think that's the that was the intent of it. it's like to confuse our anger so we can't point it anywhere.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. And meanwhile. Our government assassinated 20-some-odd people, a bunch of them children, shot anybody that was trying to run out of the building, burned a whole building, whole complex down with people in it, and anybody that tried to escape got shot by by snipers, strategically placed snipers at the exits. Well, Lord, did you know that? that they were, you oh, know. You, you saw the documentary, so you know that.
2: Yeah, you'd think that they had some kind of like a viable
1: alternative energy thing going in there. <laughs> You'd think either they had viable alternative energy, they had a nuclear bomb, like, right? Like, either they, they were fucking with the oil industry profit, or about what were they email,
2: doing? Hillary Clinton's emails.
1: And... What, what was it that was such a threat? Or was it just a test of, like, can we get away with this shit on American soil?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. With, without the people revolting. And we just watched it on TV. And we all went to work the next day. Yeah, because there, 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 was, no was, there yeah, was no riot. There was no riot over that. It was it was
2: justified, right?
1: <laughs> That's Dude. what they said. So, yeah, and, 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 and you can believe what you want, but the people that have seen this documentary have the facts. There's ATF agents just firing their gun over their head, da, 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 da. just blindly firing a pistol, just all woohoo, Wild West style. Party bullets, Let, yeah. like you're drink, like you're drinking around a bonfire with a bunch of friends, firing into the fire. Saturday. But there's, but there's people in there, and these yeah. are law officers. Ugh, it's disgusting, bro. Damn, we are fine. man. We got so much in common, dude. This is amazing. We could do, we could do a weekly show. We should I do a weekly that. show. Because we could go anywhere. And we've gone 42 different places tonight already. I don't even know how long we've been on. We've been on almost a couple hours, an hour and a half. Oh, um, but yeah, let's hit a couple more messages. We got Benjamin Amour on
0: again here. I'm loving his messages. Come I'm loving up. everybody. That's nice. That's a good pun. Pun intentional. And then you followed up with Landing Strip. Ah, see where this is going. Oh, Skeet Skeet, come up. To the landing
1: strip, hey, a little quack it quack quack quagmire. love. some landing strips, skid skiddo, yeah, know what I'm saying, yeah, bro,
2: yeah. I mean, well, that landing
1: strip just goes to the snook and Hillary Clinton sniz. I mean, hey, and you know, with a landing strip, you know, it's like horseshoes and hand grenades. Close is close, man, hey. So I landed on the clit, sue me now. We got mine See, miracles
2: happen. What did Dennis Leary say? Only in America was there gonna be a, a guy that cocaine wasn't good enough for. <laughs> that cocaine's pretty good, but I would really wreck something that makes my heart explode as soon as I smoke it. Where can I where can I sign up for that? Do you have that please? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah mine
2: when you do cocaine do your heart stop.
1: Oh yeah, mine fox. I think they created that. It's called ice. Right? Like, oh yeah, they made crystal meth stronger because that needed to happen. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, we got we got um, and then full flavor right I mean like because you needed the full blown right because like you know a line that keeps you up for three days well that's just not good enough
2: no we need right. channel
1: people in here like how does it happen dude so I was a 14 year old kid in a suburban town you know there was when I was born in Nevada California there was 15,000 people so when I was 14 there was probably 30 to Thirty-five thousand people in Nevada, right? Mm-hmm. How did a fourteen-year-old kid meet bikers that were cooking up bathtub speed? Yeah, just curiosity, of course. I guess on- entrepreneurial <laughs> I mean, uh, genes. I mean, resourcefulness. Resourcefulness. I mean, but how? You know. I mean, I but oh my god! Right? Like there was literally, there's literally a biker house a block away from our junior high on the Shut corner kitty corner up. from 7 Eleven. So about talk, about perf- talk about
0: perfect.
1: Talk about perfect because you, you get out of school, you go to 7 Eleven, play video games, and then what's right across the street? The biker right. house Shut. selling weed and speed and acid. <laughs> yeah, I mean I,
2: I thought that was funny just an oxymoron,
1: a biker house. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> never. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it was a thing when I was growing up, dude. Um, oh. My dad was a probation officer, deputy juvenile probation officer. But in the same complex that he lived in, when when my parents got divorced, when I was like nine, there was a biker apartment. And they were the first people to sell me weed at nine years old.
2: Real nice guys.
1: Right under my dad's nose. Yeah, real nice guys, right? Luring a fucking nine year old in. Like, really? Top wow. Top of the top. Talk about scumbags, right?
2: See, I, I used to have my weed dealer, like, when I was in high school, I'd pay him at school, and he would drive by the house and throw um, the weed out in the Mountain Dew bottle in the ditch. And I'm like, oh, fucking litterbug. <laughs> I better go pick that
1: up, damn litter yeah. bug. Yeah, I'm part native yeah. of America. See, that's, that's smart. really bothers me. See that's smart, but yeah, no. I grew up, I grew up in a very conservative household, but in a weird time, in the late '70s, when shit was just free flying. The Hell's Angels, the Hell's Angels were raging in California, especially where I was, um, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> Wait, in two different places, bro. In the same apartment complex and then right across the street from 7 Eleven by the junior high. Like they had it all set up. Yeah, just trying to expand their brand. Totally. Right. And it and it worked.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Oh. So I don't
2: know. I've never, i don't know if
1: was it different then
2: than it is now or
1: it was a different time. Three three of the people I went to high school with ended up in San Quentin. Shoot. <laughs> one of them That's... one of them for getting into smuggling weapons he broke into an army depot and stole a bunch of weapons bro like, where where are you going to sell those that was not thought out well well but it was and but I mean, it was he got, he got but it, but it was t- but it was tweaker thinking right so oh. check this out and this 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 we could do a whole podcast on this the Pendragon yeah. murders There's this mountain in in Marin County where I grew up. It's the fifth richest county in the United States. And it's got the second biggest peak in California. And third biggest peak, something like that. Anyway, whatever. There's a big mountain. This millionaire wanted to take over that mountain. And he had laser weaponry that he had bought. He owned it. And he was recruiting juvenile delinquents to form an army to secede <laughs> from the United States.
2: Three of the people
1: out? cartoon dude, dude. Jesus. Three of the people and three of the people in my hometown joined up with him, dude. And that like, is a cartoon. Were, and were committing murder and stuff. This Holy is shit. this is a straight up cartoon. Yeah, and they were committing murder and this and that, and they got sloppy. And so the whole thing got busted, obviously, but yeah, it's one thing you just don't the get plot came out. The plot came out and it was nuts. Like Dr. Evil was recruiting teenagers to take over a county in California. Like what? Well, who better
2: to recruit to take over a town in California than teenagers?
1: Yeah, exactly. But one of my neighbors, dude, this guy, Steve Crossy, he lost his mind. <clears throat> stabbed a guy in the chest with a screwdriver, stole his Porsche because he wanted to steal the guy's Porsche, and he wound the guy up in chains. I guess he's never seen a fucking murder mystery or whatever. Wrapped the body in chains and threw it in the river. And, you know, duh, it's going to float to the top, you fucking idiot. Um, amateur. Haven't you ever heard about cement boots, concrete shoes? Come on. Jesus. Did you don't, Talk about an sw- amateur. You just, but,
2: you think but dude, just he was 16. Don't... He was 16, bro. Yeah, so I've had similar things a well, lot. Yeah, actually, similar here. Um, there's a, a guy that I went to school with, super quiet guy, got into drugs and uh, killed another one that people all went to high school with and threw him over a bridge here into
1: the river. And the quiet ones and, you got to worry about,
2: yeah, yeah, the loud ones you can dismiss usually immediately, but.
1: Right? We're going to blow off our steam, people like you and me. But it's the quiet ones that don't talk about shit. Like, ooh, it's just simmering underneath the surface that whole time. Like, uh-oh. was a little volcano of murderous intent. She fitting to blow. She's fitting to blow, laddie.
2: Speaking of, she's <laughs> fitting. How about...
1: Bro, bro, bro. Dave, you just said something really, really important right there about, um... Right before you started speaking about the crack cocaine, <laughs> um, it's about the Freedom of Information Act. Um, I was it was shared with me. It was it's actually an eighty-two page document about um, that specifically speaking about that and the different entities within the government that are exempt from that act. Um, it, yeah, and it talks about it and it talks about the different. Areas within such organizations, as far as um, information being redacted and it being all completely legal um, under this Freedom of Information Act, it's like an ex- it's um, like an addendum. It's an exemption for these government agencies to go ahead and basically write however whatever the fuck they want to write and and make that public information. Basically, um, it's fucking wild. And I'll share it with you if you want. Fuck yeah, yeah sure. I want. Oh, my God. Yeah. Please share it with me for sure. And I'll share that with you, Keith. Um, but <clears throat> so this is the insane thing. People don't know the behind the scenes truth. Like, oh, my God, there's so much information that has come out. I mean, that's just one of them. You know, another that's one. Is that, no, another one is that Bill Clinton stopped all drug testing in the White House when he was president. Guess why?
2: <laughs> Bill Clinton loves his cocaine, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I bet that booger um,
1: sugar was a nice. That's right, he's a big fan of booger sugar. And um, his brother, I forget the guy's name, Bob Clinton something, whatever. Whatever, something Bill Clinton's brother. Got, yeah, whatever, something nobody cares about. He got busted in a sting operation in a hotel room and by the FBI and they taped him and he said, my but my brother, Bill Clinton, why his nickname is Hoover, because he likes cocaine so much. <laughs> I thought it was slick, so Willie, but that's funny. Bill Hoover, slick, Willie Clinton. Well, what goes better than cocaine and pussy? i tell you what. So the, <laughs> I, I haven't done coke in 20 years. Right. But when I used to do blow, the guy I was getting it from, the guy I told you about in San Francisco. The only time he would ever do cocaine is if he was going to have sex. Because he's like, oh, well, wow. then, I can, then I can have sex all night. You know? Um like how Toby Keith releases, a,
2: he can only release new albums whenever there's a terrorist attack or something. That's wildly
1: specific. There you go. Skate, skate. bo skate, right. skate,
0: indeed. But anyway, I
1: digress. Let's get to Benjamin, Benjamin Amour.
0: So you actually can get more ironic than that. Because unfortunately you didn't even get to the ironic part, but that's okay. It's one of the hardest things in the world to define. But you can get more ironic than that. And it starts with Alanis' Morissette song. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Stay tuned for more and I'll tell you how. I love it, Benjamin. You got me you got my peaked. My my
1: curiosity is peaked now. Will you, uh, Keith, will you hit that next message by Mind Fox?
2: Yeah, You guys come across this TikTok account, a guy that's trapped in uh 2027, and apparently the only way he can communicate with 2021 and people is through TikTok. <laughs> he lives oh. in a world where there's no people. He's the only person.
0: Have you heard about this guy yet? Dude, I, I love, love that him. concept.
1: What a brilliant concept, right? That's every teenager on TikTok. Dude, I think we should... St- steal or join that concept and and expand upon it and just you know maybe just not steal it, just run with it. Let's just run with it and make his concept huge. Let's make it go viral. Let's do let's do the same thing. You
2: know, good artists create the greatest artists Please,
1: Mimicry. Right. That's it. Mimicry. There's only so many notes on a guitar neck, right? They've all been played a gazillion times, more times than we even know than are written. However, somebody creates a new fucking badass song every day. So how is that possible? Same thing. Same thing. Nick, Same thing. The Nickelback algorithm. That's right. Ah, not the Nickelback. I mean, they don't suck as bad as they're made out to suck, but they right. suck horribly.
2: Well, we all just don't want to be big. That shit, I, said, I, I to calm down.
1: <laughs> I mean, they're not as bad as that Pearl Jam wannabe band, which was, what was that one like? Hey, yeah, all we do sing about fucking Jesus. Oh, yeah. Uh, huh. I do know uh, who you're talking about. Shit. Creed, Creed. Oh, oh yeah. Creed. Where you take me? Jeremy stands and delivers. Nobody wants to hear your fucking Bible verse.
2: Six feet from the edge and I should be six feet closer, buddy No, I'm gonna push
1: you over the edge, bitch (laughs) And shut the fuck up about Jeebus Jeebus was a fucking stoner hippie Drank wine, hung out with gay people and hookers So how do we get all these closed-minded, hypocritical fucks That quote Jeebus? That's what I want to know I think you could be Who am I to say you're not? Right, you know Who's anybody to say you're not? What if God
2: was Gisbert? That's right. Let's see. We got my my thing. What What
1: if if God was gay gay
2: on the bus? We need to make America gay
1: again. That's (laughs) right. We need to make America gay again, and we got to start with Jeebus. Okay? Now, who's with me? Who's with me? (laughs) Can I give a... It's for the Lord, oh now you gotta take it for the Lord. Oh Jesus,
2: oh Jesus, <laughs> a little, a little from heaven.
1: <laughs> you gotta take it for the Lord. Take the Lord's love, and it ain't gonna feel good. Every time that
2: happens, an angel gets their wings. Too many angels. Right. Wings.
1: <laughs> Every time a fresh anus bleeds, an angel gets its wings.
2: I have a joke about that, and I'm like, what if heaven's a finite space and the angels are just in there fucking smashed up on top of each other because we're horrible
1: people? Yeah, exactly, right? And they're like, fucking God damn it, go enjoy yourself. Have some fucking sex. Go drink. Yeah. Do something. We're fucked up here. We're raised like fucking chickens in a cage. Be hedonistic. I mean, fuck, do
2: stuff to just crazy extent no moderation
1: no <laughs> yes, Dude, moderation. if god okay. if, if god made us in his spitting image then oh, all oh, my geez. perverted all my perverted thoughts are god given oh yeah right? he's a monster it's oh he's a, monster. a fucking he's a kinky bastard i'll tell you why <laughs> epstein you. was created by jesus wasn't he yes he was if you want to believe if you want to believe that Roll a bullshit, and I, you know, and I clearly I don't. My father was a minister. A minister, so he, he didn't practice yeah, yeah, oh, from a mile away, mm-hmm. I can, I can smell him. Yeah, <laughs> I can smell a from a mile away. I can smell religion from a mile away. Yeah, exactly. So, um, tell dude, it's at, always at five, like poor, poor I'm not even lying like to you right world. here. This is truth, bro. I'm telling truth right here. At five years old. I made my dad pay me to start going to church because I saw the hypocrisy. At oh, five,
2: yeah, no, you, no, you. Uh, I, my grandma started giving me money at six to memorize Bible
1: verses because I was same thing. Dude. So there you go. But by, by the time I was nine, bro, the money wasn't worth it, and I forbid, I for, I would not go. And he threw me in the car because my dad played college football. was huge, 6'2", 250 pounds. He's a big dude. Grabbed me, threw my ass in the car, took me to church. But when we got there, I was like, oh, hell no. I was like a little banshee dude. I had a hold of the car seat. I'm trying to kick him in the face and shit. I would not let go of the car seat. I'm screaming, I'm kicking. He's in the church parking lot and it looks like he's totally abusing his child, right? So well, he but stopped. Indoctrination is abuse. <laughs> yeah. So he stopped and he let me just sit in the car. And I sat in the car for the whole church service as he went in. And that was the absolute last fucking time he made me go to church. Embarrassed me in front of my people like this. Right? I was like, okay, you're going to make me play like that? But at nine, I got it. I was like, okay, I'll play by any means necessary, motherfucker. I'm not going. So how bad do you want it to get? (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm glad that my dad didn't really,
2: he was not religious at all. Like he, of course, he has like beliefs and whatnot. Like a person should their personal beliefs but you know, it wasn't a shared one that was agreed upon by everybody. By just a fucking. No, my dad was brainwashed,
1: bro. He was. He was also a psychologist, a family therapist, but he'd never taken psychedelics. But he thought they would make you crazy and make you jump off a building. I was selling acid in high school. You know. I wasn't so, selling acid, but I was selling weed. <laughs> and uh, cool. Me too. Weed, coke, acid, you name it. I was slinging yeah, I it. We didn't get any of that here. Like, oh, I'm in California, baby. Yeah, I know. It's, just a, different, it's a wild an hour from life. An hour from San Francisco. My friends would take the bus as high school kids. They'd take the bus to San Francisco. They'd go buy a sheet of acid, 100 hits of acid for like two bucks each. Then they'd bring it back to to the hometown, and they'd sell it for, like, five or six bucks a hit to all their friends, and it would, you know, and they'd sell it, like, overnight, right? Oh, so, yeah. e- every weekend, they're going to San Francisco, but what ballsy kids, right? Like, I couldn't, i fuck, are you kidding me? Oh,
2: <laughs> I've done some ballsy stuff, but
1: damn yeah. They're, but pretty, they're taking a they're awesome. taking a bus ride from an hour from a cow town into the big city, and then they're wheeling and dealing buying acid. Like holy shit, nobody was doing that. These are some two entrepreneurial kids, right? That's what I was
2: gonna say. That's that entrepreneurial mindset.
1: <laughs> yep. And one of them, one of them is a baller entrepreneurial at the, to this day. Yeah. Sell me this pen. <laughs> No, he's he's a health nut. He's totally sober. Oh
2: no, I was, I was just quoting Wolf of Wall Street where he says, "Sell me this pen." But,
1: right. Yeah, exactly. But if, but you know if if you got something that sells itself, you don't have to sell the pen. No. Yeah, you you create a need. I mean, weed, weed, psychedelics—they sell themselves, right? Yeah, that's the thing about drugs; they work. Well, and you know, and some drugs. All drugs work, but do they work in a good way, and a good way for a long term, right? So I've done most drugs, but most powdered drugs I find totally negative. Might have fun in the short term, but it's gonna fuck you. Oh
2: yeah, you I know? mean, I have any kind, of, for the,
1: any kind the of any
2: kind of opiate, same thing. That's yeah, I'm very, very, I'm very well versed in my opiates.
1: Oh yeah, sure. I have got back injuries, so. I got addicted to opiates for the first time at 17, thanks to our medical system. And oh, 17. No way.
2: No, shit you not, I was taking Lortab 10s. For what? Like a half of one. Oh, I, just, I think it was for a hand injury.
1: But okay, I had a back injury, so they gave me Percocet, Valium, Flexoril, Vicodin. Oh, and the, oh Vicodin for the breakthrough. And so, you know, so I'm eating those things, and but I, I was fucked up, bro. I literally couldn't get out of bed. I'd take a shit like every three days. I'd muscle myself out of bed, but I was literally bedridden. I missed half of my senior year of high school. Um, I was told I'd never walk again, that i would never have sex. Thank God. Neither one of those came to be true. Um, but I thought I was soldiers, done. Like, oh, no, that's- none. Never, yeah. never, never had back surgery, dude. Man, my um, girlfriend.
2: Uh, she had. I've a- had
1: two. I've had two miracle healers though, like oh, energy workers. Oh. No, energy worker type healers. Like two. I've had a a ton, right, of chiropractors, yada 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 yada, acupuncture, anything you can imagine, masseuses, but two that were just absolutely next level. Can't even explain to you how it worked, and they just in fixed terms. me. One of them told me, "I think this is mostly relating to to father issues, and and it's never really going to be as bad again after this." And it wasn't. Hmm. I had father issues. Well, still, like, what? Dude, the guy never touched my body when I went in there. He measured my feet; were like a half inch different length. Because my hips were so out of place, because my my disc was out, but he never did an adjustment like a chiropractor, like to pop it back in. All he did was this weird energy work above my body, like six inches above my body, and some of it, and some of it was you don't like think him. this psychosomatic or like no, dude? Because no, dude. Because I'm I'm a total skeptic, but I'm an open-minded skeptic. So I'm like the whole time I'm no. like, this is so. This guy's so full of shit, you need to crack my back. What the fuck are you doing? The whole time I'm thinking that. Then Holy shit. At, then at the end, he measures my fucking feet, dude, and they're even. He fixed my, he he leveled them out without fucking crack, 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 crack.
2: You found a Romani gypsy. Congratulations. Dude, I only got to
1: see, to see this guy like, I only got to see this guy amazing, like twice. Dude. His name was Dr. Baldwin. And my friend, my girlfriend at the time, fiance at the time met him through a group of friends. And, and that's, he would only communicate by word of mouth. The only way you would find out about this guy is if somebody told you about him, but he's this weird kind of gypsy healer. So the time I saw him, dude, he was in a fucking skyscraper at Kearney and California street, downtown California. Somebody had lent him a vacant medical office building. So I walk in and we got the whole floor of a skyscraper with a view of the bay and everything, and it's just this one guy. It was like, it was out of the Twilight Zone, bro. Like, he didn't pay for the office, somebody just lent it to him to do his thing. Right? And then all of a sudden after that, he got this calling like, I'm going to India. I got a calling to go to India. And he's one of those guys. Yeah. Fucking wild, man.
2: I say you have to let yourself just be open to the inspiration and go
1: with it. Yeah. You know, I mean question everything, minded. but be open minded, right? The hopeful skeptic. Totally. You wanna to hit that next yeah.
2: one? Uh, I have the last one if you want to try that algorithm thing. <laughs> oh,
1: you did? Okay. <laughs> oh my god. That is Short the fucking worst worst story ever. To have to learn what sleep paralysis is and the benefits of it for our body. <laughs> oh my god, you just fucking said that. Like, damn. I if I could right now I would stand up and I would slow clap for that one. <laughs> oh my god, you got me dying right now. I'm fucking crying. Like holy shit. You took a dump in their kitchen. And, oh my man.
0: Man. <laughs> Straight up the a-
1: truth. Straight up true story, rah-rah. I swear to God, 16-year-old kid, they take me out drinking. We went to like what they call a discotheque dance club. And I just drank until they ran out of rum, till they ran out of uh, whatever, brandy, then till they ran out of beer. And next thing I know, I'm dancing in the middle of a dance floor and I just pass out cold in the middle of the dance floor. Next thing I remember, I'm just falling down Like, I remember falling down, but I couldn't control myself. And then people are picking me up, and they carried me and put me in this van. And I'm like 16, right? And they couldn't bring me to – I'm an exchange student. And they couldn't bring me to the house I was staying at because I was so fucked up that I would be an embarrassment. (laughs) Oh, god. So, So they took me to this chick's boyfriend's house, some dude. (laughs) So I wake up in a foreign country. In some dude's house, I don't even, like, I think I met him five minutes before we went out or whatever. I, I was out with him, whatever. He was he was part of the family, basically. He had my back. He saved my ass. Oh, my God. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Turns out what he did for a living is his dad imported cars from San Diego down to Mexico and sold them as a profit. His dad was out of town, so he had the whole house to himself. So I woke up in this rich kid's house in Mexico with a fucking pool and a bar by the pool and everything. But I woke up with him going, "Um, hey, man, go take a look in the kitchen. I go look in the kitchen and and when he wakes me up, I'm naked with shit smeared all over my butt. And then I go look in the kitchen and there's like, oh, God, you got to be kidding me. It was out of a movie. It was horrible. And, you know,
2: that makes me happy. That makes me feel better about things that I'm <laughs> I'm it's glad like, it makes you happy. Like, it's like the same reason I watch Locked Up Abroad
1: whenever I'm feeling down. <laughs> yeah, so you don't do that, right? <laughs> right. Let me learn what not to do. Uh,
2: or just laugh at other people. Oh, feel better that I'm not as unfortunate as somebody who got stuck in Bolivia in the jail or something for it. Some ridiculous crime or whatever. Oh, did you yeah, hear about I, Eric C. Conn? Speaking of South America, for some reason, that is probably. Yeah, tell head. me. We had this social security lawyer here, and he was like, he defrauded the social security system out of millions and millions of dollars. And he had the, all these judges around here in his pocket and other people. And well, like they he, do. But yeah, and like, as you do.
1: As he did, lawyer.
2: <laughs> and they finally caught him, and they were going—they were going to prosecute him. And they let him go after um, to come back to trial for sentencing. And he cut his ankle bracelet off on um, the highway. Uh, they found his ankle bracelet like outside the airport here in Lexington. He went to South America. He's. <laughs> It's like a Hillbilly D.B. Cooper shit. It's like, he went down there, he was, I guess, um, what do you call it whenever you're uh, on the fucking what? On the lamb, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they found him in a pizza hut somewhere in Argentina, I think, or somewhere. But I just thought it was the craziest thing. Pizza hut in South America. Oh, that's it. Oh shit. Where's what
1: happened? I'm sorry, I'm right He's here. Still...
2: Oh okay. I was like, where did he go? Pizza. Hut <laughs> <in> <laughs> south America.
1: And then it goes all south from there, right? Like you think you're just right. getting pizza. Yeah.
2: No, he went north the they airstride
1: But I didn't I didn't order <laughs> a side of abduction.
2: You never do. You never
1: do. You never do, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Let's see, we got a bunch of, we got a bunch of more messages here to get through.
0: If I ever talk about third world problems, I always do it in the third person. I find it a little more variable yeah, yeah. that way. So you might want to try that approach. I could just be a first person problem though. I don't know. Yeah,
1: like, oh, that was that great.
2: Takes, that takes
1: therapy to realize like, motherfucker, I'm selfish. <laughs> that was like, that was, yeah, that was, uh, that was acrobatics right there. I mean, there was psychology, there was comedy, it was yeah. witty. Damn, it was, it was a, my my
2: mother.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh come on, man! Have you seen the God that most of the Midwest uh, subscribes to, and the uh, Appalachians and whatnot? You know.
1: <laughs> Hello, Hello, Oh, damn I, did,
2: I, I thought that if I paused it, it would, if I hit play again, it would pause it, but instead it, it started over. All I hear is where he's going with that mountain.
0: Oh, <laughs> come on, man. Have you seen the God that most of the Midwest uh, subscribes to and the uh, Appalachians and whatnot? You know, their God plays that song. So, there we go. You know, they're the ones that uh, take the Bible quite literally, literal. you know. In the beginning, there was light. Could that be a metaphor? No, man. God just went click. Yeah,
2: yeah. He works in mysterious ways.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think ACDC had it had it right. Right, like in the beginning, back in 1965, man didn't know about a rock and roll show and all that jive. There were 16 million fingers. Learning how to play. Oh, <laughs> and if you can <laughs> listen to the fingers, this is what they say. Let me be right. Yeah. Right. Turn yeah, right I think track. you're
2: on the right track. I think you're just equating the wrong song with being correct. I'm I am i am thinking highway to hell.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm on the highway
2: to hell. No, I have, I have to be, I'm paving it. Come on. <laughs>
1: exactly. And I'm painting it right behind you with star-spangled blood stripes. <laughs> no, no. Oh. I don't know how much I trust you behind me. <laughs> and, and, and we're saving money by filling the potholes with the bones of brown people. So y'all ought to be proud of your tax dollars, right? Right. We're filling these
2: potholes with the, you know, money that we steal from people selling pot, you know, and
1: putting them in prison for twenty years. <laughs> That's right. And oh, check this out. So I got busted growing weed in San Francisco under Kunt Mala. Kunt Mala Harris was the uh, DA of California at the time. She did not want or the DA of San Francisco at the time. She did not want. No, of California. Attorney General of California. Sorry. She did not want to let my case get dropped. No priors. Right, no priors, no weapons, no violence, no nothing, just a bunch of just growing a bunch of plants. She wanted to prosecute me to the full extent of the law three felonies, five misdemeanors. I would have lost my right to vote. I, I would have been in jail for 10 years. Um, would have ended my life, right? I, I couldn't have gone into real estate, couldn't have gone into you know, property management, man. couldn't get a so student loan, right? I mean, you can't do anything. That's can't like do jack drug shit drug. if you got a felony.
2: When people have DUIs and then you have to take those driving classes and then also have a job for probation, that's fucking, how are you supposed to take yourself to a job every day, like, consistently, without a fucking license? Right,
1: good luck in our society that doesn't have fucking mass transit. Yeah, it does, but it's only for drugs.
2: <laughs> I mean, the government uses it. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, We don't have public transit is what I'm saying, right? There's no high-speed uh, no. rail. Like, high-speed rail was invented in this country, but, you know, the only place we have it is fucking Disneyland and Disney World. You know, the
2: important oh, places.
1: Right, the important places. Not between, like, Boston and Chicago. Not between New York and San Francisco. You know, yeah, the important places. Disney World. Disneyland. And
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, tourist dollars, baby. They spend. Yep. Well, and the, the lobbying dollars of the oil companies and the tire companies, right? Keeping that motherfucking car on the road. 3,000 well, miles. Right? Fuck on green. Fill her up. Exactly. Fill her up, motherfucker. Pay up. It, basically, it's strong-arming. Pay up, bitch. Yeah. right. I mean, lobbyists are a different kind of fucked up. Yeah. Talk about it. A- Talk about a how-do-you-sleep-at-night kind of person. Well, you know how they sleep at night? They're sociopaths. <laughs> they're just fine. They sleep just fine. They sleep wonderfully in a beautiful house with a fucking, you know, whatever yeah, it's you still, call that high-end everything. mattress, oh, okay. memory foam, right? The,
2: the cocaine man's mattress?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's oh, no, right. A on, they're on a certa perf- you know, pillow top with, a, with memory foam, right? Yeah, and they're listening to, you know, a podcast about murder. Yeah, on their Bose stereo system. Yeah,
2: they call it ambient noise.
1: (laughs) And then you got ASMR. Don't even get me started. I'm thinking of what
2: they could stand, what ASMR could stand for from that point of view. Yeah, I don't want to say it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't think we can say it. Well, we might get banned, bro. I read your mind. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and i'm right there with you we could do a whole show on that though on anchor and not get banned i love anchor
2: let's do it i need to learn how to use it better no, i can teach oh. you it's all good
1: i love it oh, let's, let's get I don't know. let's get on. the, the big, only question here the yeah. only thing that you know the only reason i like stereo better than anchor is because we can get callers to call in like on anchor yeah. you can't you can't get messages so that's yeah, kind of lame. But only until at the after you can get them after they can leave them. But you know, yeah, dirty. but then that makes it weird because then how do you put that in the show? And it makes it weird. Yeah, right? there's no continuity for it. It's Not in real time. It's not. There's no continuity. Yeah, yeah. so I don't use it. Yeah. So it's a wasted it. feature.
2: We're doing a, we're doing a horrible job of getting at these questions. We, we are. I'm here. gonna shut. I'm gonna shut
1: up, and you go ahead and hit three messages because I'm 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 being terrible right now. No,
2: no, we are terrible together,
1: you know? I'm a goddamn chatterbox.
2: I'm a bag full of cats, baby, you
0: know? And remember, at one time, God was the type of guy that wiped out the entire fucking planet and uh, wiped out a city named Sodom. But apparently, it's okay for Catholic chicks to give you their ass and their mouth, but not their vagina. So they get a pass as long as they give you the ass. But which is usually called Sodomy Last time I checked, but the city called Sodom isn't okay. So why? Oh, it's because of the why. I get it. Oh, damn. Oh. See what happens. The Bible's got some crazy shit in there, man. Consistently contradictory.
2: So what I'm what I'm hearing right now is that God was the original person that grabbed by the pussy. All right, the no,
0: OP, okay. okay.
1: the original pervert. Holy original pussy. OPG. <laughs> so, you, know, you know what I call Jeebus? I call him the OH, the original hippie. And not necessarily a peaceful hippie. I mean, he might have been like the, you know, the Charles Manson type. You, know. you never know. He was just, he was just a scary dude with long hair. They got a bunch of people to follow him and enough people to follow him that the Kings of Israel were like, wait, you call yourself the King of Israel? Hey, we're, we got a pretty good gig going. I think we, I think you're dead. Jesus, I thought that I was convincing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was literally a boring story. And that's how you use literally, right? Dun, 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 dun. The more
1: you know. Greetings, fellow Earthlings, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. We're going to continue this topic tomorrow, so please tune in at the same time. And remember, if you dig what I'm doing, please do share with friends. All right, that does it for this episode. Until next time, please do drop a follow, If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can give a rating. If you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm throwing down, please share on social media. Check out my two YouTube channels, Dave Smith Absurd Comedy and the real Kings and Queen of Comedy. Until next time, keep smiling.